Yes, as we enter into the final home stretch of this incredible Mesech to learn Shri Yitzchus for Shleim Shal Yisbein Vrei Tashom Adil Tavzim Bechles Lucham Asriva Shleim Avluma Asmin Lachem Rishishu Ben Malkut Blei Shem Vehu Shirechan Chavaleya Chavaleya Basaradin As well as Chashidu Vizachem Devor Tavzim Besarachol Shlom Avelib Yizav Aifay Bedeli Shem Ben Chayim Luyuzis Bas Asima Malka And now we pick it up in the bottom of Kuf Testament B. We're in the middle of discussing the Shita of Rav with regard to a Kitano. Who becomes a Gedoyla, was married while she was a Kitana. And now the question is, is there a requirement for the husband to sleep together with his wife when she becomes a Gedoyla in order for her to retain the din of a biblical marriage and Nisuin Da'araisa? So asks the Gemara three lines on the bottom of Savarath. And does Rav indeed hold like we think he has been holding until now? That he in, he lay Is Rav of the opinion that the only time there's going to be a din kedushin the araisa full-fledged marriage is if they're together after she becomes a gedayla? But ask the Gemara two lines of the Manavo Itmar, but we learnt Kitana If a Kitana does not refuse the subject of this parak, if the Kitana does not walk away from the marriage, big deal, and she grows up. And after she grows up, what does she do? She goes and marries someone else. Um, the to someone else. Rav Omar Ain Sricha Gem Misheni. She doesn't need a get from the second person. Seemingly, simply because she's married to a man. The first guy. It doesn't make a difference whether they were together or not, seemingly, according to the opinion of Rav. She grows up. She can't go marry someone else. She's a married woman. Ushmol Amar Sricha Gem Misheni. And as we turn over, Ketu Kavyudam and Alf, today's Dav, the Gemara now articulates, My love is what's going on here now at Deloy Ball, that they were not together. And yet, Rav says they're full-fledged marriage. Says the Gemara, Lo, Idebal, the case where they were together. Idebal asked the Gemara, My time with the Shmuel. How could Shmuel say his din? How could Shmuel say that she's married to the second person that she needs to get? They were Baal. They were fully-fledged married to the first man. Explains the Gemara Kasavar. Shmuel holds that when they're together, it was with the mindset of the original Kedushin. And therefore, even after she becomes a Gedayla, it's still not a full-fledged marriage. And therefore, Excuse me. And therefore, right, the husband never intended to have a full-fledged marriage because he has das with the original Kedushin Darabonin. And therefore, when she goes and marries someone else, there is a Dindaraisa marriage that could indeed take effect. And now the Gemara asks, one second, Already had this machloik as the Itmar. If they got married with a condition, and then they didn't sue in, they did kedusha, they didn't sue in without any stipulation. So Rav Amar Rav says they do not they need again, and Shmuel says not. What's the machlokes? Rav Amar tonight when they go and do nisuin, is she and they are showing. That the original tonight is no longer binding, and they did a regular nisuin. But Shmuel Amar, no, ain't no get. Why? Says Shmuel, you got fully married now? No, you didn't, because your mindset was on the original marriage, which was not a full marriage with Hatch out of tonight. So says the Gemara, this machlik is Rav and Shmuel already was had. 
explains the Gemara, Sricha, we indeed need both Machlekes and Diyatmar Ahi, because if we only learned the case over there, I would have thought, over there there's a stipulation, it's a spoken out condition, and therefore, but in our case of the Ketana, maybe Rav would agree to Shmuel, that the mere fact that they slept together doesn't necessarily mean they were consummating the marriage, and maybe their mindset was on the original condition. If it only said our case, I would have thought, or Shmuel. That's what Shmuel says is din that they were together, they had mindset of the original Kedushin of Bahach. But in the case over there of the Tanai, Imam the Rav, maybe will agree to Rav that when they go and they do Nisuin, they're being Michael, the original condition, stipulation, Swicha, and therefore says the Gemara, we need both Dinim. So we had a question on Rav, we deflected the question, we wondered why they had to argue two times, and we explained the necessary reason. So says the Gemara, now let's delve a bit deeper into the opinion of Rav. Does Rav indeed hold the same kasha we started off with today? Does Rav indeed hold that the only time their full-fledged marriage is if after she becomes a Gedele they sleep together and if not, not? There was a story in Arash, and there was someone, a Yassam, who... Uh, was Mikadish while she was a Kitan, a Vigodla, and she grew up, a Yusayma, excuse me, and she grew up. And what happened? And she was sitting on the bridal chair, she was ready, waiting to go to Nisuin. And another man came and married to this woman. This woman was married as a Kitana. She's waiting to go out to Nisuin. Another man swoops her up. So these Talmidim of Rav were there. And they did not require again for the second man. Seemingly the reason being that according to Rav, they're married full-fledged even without being together. Again, we started off today that the Sheet of Rav is only when they sleep together when she's a Gedayla, then they're full married. But I asked the Gemara, we see clearly not, because they never were together. She's waiting to do Nisuin and after she becomes a Gedayla, and yet the second marriage has no effect. Why would the second marriage have no effect? Why would she not need a get for the second husband? Because she's full-fledged married to the first husband. How is she full-fledged married to the first husband? Must be, because even without being together, even without Tashmi, she's considered a full-fledged marriage. Explains the Gemara. No, Amar Abba ben Arash Ninsam Nesivi Vahadar Amaisi Abeker Sayo. In this place, towards the Rash, they would do something interesting. They first would do Nisuin and Avtashmish, and only later would they go out on this bridal chair. So indeed, they were already together. Says the Gemara. Another answer of Ashi Amar. Who I say shalaika hagen? Think of asu boy shalaika hagen. Says Ravashi, no. Really, in a normal case, the din might be different. But because in this case, what happened? This second guy was inappropriate. What are you doing? She's waiting to go to the zoo and you snatch her up? So we act inappropriately with him as well. And we say that there was no marriage at all. Ask the Gemara, excuse me, if I've given Rabbanon, or the Kedusha Mineh, and the Rabbanon say, no, you think you're married? No. We're saying, because you acted inappropriately, there was no marriage. the classical If they got married with a bia, how could the rabbanon undo the tashmish? Explains their gemarish. The rabbanon could consider this act of intercourse as a zenos and not actually being. A marriage. I'm Ravida Mershmuel. Halachik Rabbi Yezer. Chen Rabbi Lazar. Halachik Rabbi Yezer. And that is the psak halacha. 
going back into the case of the Mishnah, that if one marries a Kitana and the older sister has a situation of Yibam, what do we do? We tell the Kitana to do me unto her husband, and then the Yavam is able to do Yibam with the older sister. And we continue with the Mishnah on the bottom of Kofiram and Aleph, says the Mishnah. Someone is married to two Yisayimah's Kitana Yisur Kitana Yisur Meis and he dies. If one of the brothers is either Bail or does Chalitza to one of them, the co-wife is patterned. If there were two Kitana Yisur Kitana is deaf mute. Kitana if there were a case of two charashes or kitana v'charashes, a case of a kitana and a charashes, in rasa, that in that case, be together with one of them does not part to the other one. Pikachas v'charashes, let's say one was a healthy, full-functioning full individual, another was a deaf-mute, then be as apikachas v'teres v'charashes, and be as apikachas v'teres v'charashes, be together with the pikachas, be together with the healthy girl, that's full-fledged, so pater's other one, but not vice versa. Gedailo kitana, if we have a case of two two. Situations of Yibam, one's a Gadol and one's a Kitana. Bia Zagadayla, Paitera Zagadana. Then what's the situation? The Bia of the older one does indeed Pater of the younger one, Bad, and Bia Zagadana, Paitera Zagadayla. So says the Gemara, let's go into the first part of the Mishnah. The first part of the Mishnah, when we have a case of Haroshais, a case of a deaf mute, and we're trying to figure out what is the status of such a girl with regard to Yibam and Chalitza. But I ask the Gemara fundamentally, is that true? You're telling me that by Chareshes you could do Chalitza, but to now we learned in the Mishnah, if either the Chareshes, the male deaf mute does chalitza, or if the female deaf mute accepts the chalitza, or a kitana, it's nothing. So how could the Mishnah seemingly say that there is yes chalitza by such a person? Explains Amar Rav Gidol Amar Rav. Three lines on the wide lines. Abia. It's going in the case of Bia, not of Chalitza. That if the Chareshes has an act of intercourse, then it could do something. But it's true, your Chalitza wouldn't do anything. That's Teretz number one. Rav Amar Rav, you look Chalitza. Kan Chareshes Mikara, kan Bikechas Vachach Nischarsha. Says Rava. A fundamental idea. If one is chareshes his entire life, then you're right. Then there's no das, there's no mind. Then she can't do chalitza. But if one was a pikechas, was smart. I, I shouldn't say what I just said. I take that back. One more time. Rava says, I feel the name of chalitza. One is chareshes meikara. And such a person could, yes, do chalitza. Excuse me, I was incorrect. Because she was always without knowledge, so the same way she fell to Yibam, the same way she was married, that marriage could be undone with her accepting Chalitza. But the other case is where she was a Pikech, as she was full functioning, she was a healthy girl, and then she became a Cherish. In such a case, her current level of Das is lacking, and therefore she would not be able to perform Chalitza. Why? Chalitza is me, when it's a chareshes the whole time, the same way she entered, she can leave. But in the case of Bikechas, Vachach Nisharsha, Loi, why not? Because she's lacking the recital of the Chalitza. Originally she had Das and she was able to recite it, now she does not. So she's lacking that fundamental detail of Chalitza. 
And therefore, says the Gemara, she would not be able to do chalitz if she originally had das. Ask the Gemara on this din of Rabba. Eisveya Abaye asks Abaye, Eisveya Abaye, are you telling me that Chalet says, again, we're in the second, it says Rava, it's Rava. Again, let's just be clear, three lines from the wide lines, when it said Rava Amar, the gears on the side changes it to Rava, so we're going to call it Rava. So I ask, are you telling me that one who was Chalet the whole time, we have two brothers and two sisters. One boy and one girl is healthy. One boy and one girl is a deaf mute. And each marries its type. So the Chayrish who's married to the Chareshes dies. What does the brother do is a Bikeach? Koines. He has to marry her. Vim Let's say the other brother dies who's fully functioning. You get married and he's never able to divorce her. So says the Gemara, my love, and yet, what did his Mishnah say? As we turn over to Kavyudah Mebeis, clearly the Mishnah is only allowing you to Kenisa to do Yibam Machai Leitzlai. So the clear implication of the Brishna is that even a Chareshes Meikara can only do Yibam and Achalitza. Answers the Gemara, the classical Teretz Lai, the Tower of the Mishnah was talking about, but the Gechaz Vachan is Chareshah. So I'm at a case where originally she had Das, and that's the reason why now she cannot do Chalitza. Toshima, let's continue asking on Rab. And in this case, the Bikeach is married to the Chareshes dies. What does the full functioning marriage do? What if the full functioning marriage dies? My love articulates the Gemara. If he is a Bikeach and then became a Chareshes, we assume his wife is the same. Of course, the reason of such assumption is not a simple assumption the Rishonim discussed, but either way, and yet, so we see that even though he's Chareshes the whole time, still, you could only do Kainis Yiba Menachalitza. Answers the Gemara classically, me the Iri Hakadisa Hakadisa. They do not necessarily have to be the same just because he was a Chareshes Meikara, does not mean Chareshes Meikara, does not mean she is the same. Eisvei asked the Gemara further. Eisvei shnei achen echo bikech vecha chayrish bivon bikech on chayrish nisuyin shnei achayoyz achas bichas vachas chareshes meis chayrish bal chareshes mayasa bikech bal bikechas. There's nothing to be done. It's your wife's sister. You're not going to marry her. It's an erev unfinished. Meis bikech bal bikechas mayasa chayrish bal chareshes. What should he do? He should divorce his own wife. And this other person, he's also forever. So articulates the Gemara. You're going to tell me that his case is as well, dealing with a case that were fully functioning and then they became a deaf mute. Is he able to divorce her? If they became a shaita, you cannot get divorced. So, El Alav, what the case must be talking about, if we see there's a potential divorce, and 
now it says the Gemara again. We're assuming that everyone's on the same page over here. And yet, they're all Chareshes Meikara. They never had Azu Tanan. And still, what did the Mishnah say? 25 lines down. The first one line is Gabe. Gabe Nachri is Kainay Zid Chaylei Still, after everything is said and done, we see only Kainay Ziva Manat Chalitza. Ishtrik Rabba was quiet. He had no response. But he also commanded Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef had a response for Rabba. Oh, Merlei, my time of Tosim Why are you asking a question on Rabba from here? Which what? What's your big question on Rabba? Rabba could have deflected your question by differentiating between the two cases. That one, the Achayus, the sisters, were always Charashais. But why the Nachrius, the other case? They were pichlis full functioning and then became a chayresh. Ella said, Rav Yosef, If you want to have a good kasha in Rabba, this is the kasha. And similarly, In all of these permutations and cases, there's no chalitza, nor yibum. But them are yonachriyos. But if the women were not related, then yechnesu get married. Very much so. You could get divorced. So now, in this whole brisa says Rav Yosef. If the case is talking about that you were healthy originally and they became a chayresh, can he indeed divorce her? So if we see there's a potential divorce <coughs> possible, it can't be that they were chayresh the whole time. And that they were originally um, full functioning and then became a chayresh. They are full time a chayresh. And yet, what do we see when they ain't chayresh and meikara? Do not have a chayresh and meikara. Vekatani, when they're in kitzch nesuin, you can't nesuin, you can't lie. So the yofta, the rabba, the yofta. This final b'risa was too verbose. There's no way to deflect it. We see clearly in the b'risa that it has to be done by Chershem Eikara. And yet, what did the b'risa teach us? That there's only an option of Yichlisu and not an option of Chalitza. And we finish off today's year, three lines from the Y line, says the Gemara quoting the Mishnah, Kitana v'chareshes, and the Mishnah taught us that if he's together, with one of the wives, it does not patter up the tzara. They were sitting and they were learning Torah together. Where Bishoka the Pompadisa and the Shuka Pompadisa on the first wide line. Vamri and they said the following: What does our Mishnah mean? This was the what they were sitting and talking about in the Shuka Pompadisa. Hani Mili explains the Gemara: where it fell from a brother who was full functioning, a smart, to and therefore we're not sure. 
which one is better? There's two options here. What's the question? Who does he want to do, the brother to do Yibam to? His two options. This is a Ketana and a Chareshes. So what's the question? Explains the Gemara. Why? Because when this Ketana grows up, she's a full-fledged Pikachas, she has full Das. So when she grows up, she'll be a full-functioning member of society. Or maybe not, says the Gemara. But maybe Chareshes Maybe right now, he's happier to be together with the Chareshes. Why? The She's a G'daylo. Bas and She can have acts of, of Tashmish. So we're not sure which one is better. But what happens if the Chareshes, the deaf mute brother, falls? He's a Chareshes. He certainly wants the Chareshes. Why? Because not only is she a G'daylo, but she's also the same type. He's a Chareshes and she's a Chareshes. I was sitting there and heard all this and I said, Even in that case, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe he'd rather have a Katan. Katana that's eventually going to grow up. And that's the, that was the suffix that Rav Nachman introduced in the Shukapampadisa. Says the Gemara, So we saw in the Mishnah that being together with one of these girls does not release the Sarah, does not pot to the Torah from Yivam or Chalitza. So I asked the Gemara, four lines to the bottom, so what are you supposed to do? How do you get rid of their Zika so they could go marry someone else? She should get married, divorce. And the Ketana waits till she grows up, then she could do Chalitza. And based over this, you know, we learn from over here. There's a fundamental difference, says the Gemara. We're really going to conclude with this point of Rav Chista explaining the Shita of Rav that a Chareshes is different than a Kitano. A Chareshes is Kinuya Umishureres. Partially acquired and partially not acquired. Whereas a katana is fully acquired. But we're not sure if there's a full acquisition. Meaning, there's a suffix. The katana were misopic if they're acquired, if there's a kinyin. The chareshes were not misopic. It's a vaday, but it's not full-fledged. And therefore, what? These are the chareshes, kinuya, veinoi kinuya. If you're going to tell me that a chareshes is a suffix, we're in doubt if there's a kinyin. And the katana is kinuya mishureres. And the katana is the person that has acquired but left over, it's a vaday, but it's not 100%. If that was the case, Chareshes, Amai Koines, you might see a beget. Why would we say in the case of Chareshes, they should get married and then get divorced? As we turn over to Kuf Yeralf Amaralif. They should say married in Manashach. Why? If there's a Kenyan originally, if originally the deaf mute was married fully, then now she'll have a full-fledged acquisition as well. If they were never married, there's no Yibam Bechlal. So what's the problem? Let them do Yibam and stay married, asks the Gemara. We're going to have to just go a job further. Says Rav Chista, maybe we say the same thing by a katana. Why is she waiting to do um, chalitza when she goes up? Why doesn't she do taste of gabe? Why can't she stay married to her? And the same question, if they're married to the first one, she's married to him. He, 
explains the Gemara, you know why? With what will the Chareshes be released from the Zika? Because she cannot do Chalitza. So we require the Kitana to wait to grow up to do Chalitza so that Chareshes, other co-wife, does not get messed over. We're going to stop over here. We'll pick it up from Rav Shishas, who's going to prove to us this thing of the classification of the Kitana versus the Chareshes.